0: Good morning everyone
1: So we gathered on the auspicious uh, day of Janmashtami the Nandotsu, the festival held in Braj celebrating Krishna's birth. Uh, which coincides with the appearance Day of My Guru Pad, Om Vishnupad, Isi Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. And I think that uh, we had a bunch, we, we talked a bit about Janamasthami and whatnot, but I'm going to do something a little different this morning. I'm going to chant the uh, verses, there are 19 verses from the Fifth chapter of the tenth canto that described the Nandotsava. Hmm? So see how I do on this on the meter and whatnot. And you can just listen to this, how we'll begin our
0: our gathering this morning. Shisuka Uvacha. Nanda Statmaja Utpanni Jatalhadu Mahamanaha. Ahuya vipran beda gyan snata suche along pitaha. Bachayitva swastyanam chata karmatma jasevai. Karayalmasa bidhi wat deva chanam tata. De nunam yute pradad viprepya samala krite Taladrin Shaptarat Nauga Shatakam Shatakopam Parabritam Kale Nasnana Sochabhyam Sanghskaray Stapa Sejaya Shudhyanti Danai Santustya Dravyani Atma Vidayaya Somangalya Giro Vipra Sutamagavadanina Gaya Kascha Jagur Nedur Bhai Rudhundu Bhai Rajasam Rishta Sam Sikta Bharajira Grihantara Chitradhaja Patak Ka Shak Gabo Visha Bhattatara Haridra Taila Rushita vichitra dhatu bhara srag vastra kancha Malinaha maharha vastra bharanana bharana kanchu koshnisa bhushita gopasam mayavu rajan na nopaya nopana yaha gopyas mudhita yashodayaha sutthor Babam. Atmanam Bhushayam Chakrur, Vastra Kalpam Janadivih, Nabakumkum Maktin Jalkar, Mukha Pankajabhurtaya, Balibhista, Ritam Jagmu, Prithu Svonyas, Chalat Kucha, Gopya Sumishta Manikundula Niksya Kantyash, Chitambara Patishika, Tvita Varsha, Dandalayam sa balaya, but it be rejur, bialo kukundalapayudrahara shobha, the ashisha prayung janash, cheeram, pahitibala ke, churnata, ladbhi, sanchintayo, sanchintyo ujagu. Abhadhyanta vi chitrani, baditrani, mohotsave, Krishnevi sveshpare nante, nandasya vadjam agate, gopaparasparam rishtha dadi chira vithambubi, asin chanto vilampanto, nabhanita ischa chikchipu, nando maha manas tebhyo vasulankar godhanam, Suttamaga maga, the pandi pio, ye ne kama natma, etou chitam, apujayat, vishnura dhana taya, sa putras, yada yodaya, yodaya yacha, ruhinicha mahabaga, nanda kanta-bharana-bhushita, arabhyanandasya Rajasarvasam sarvasam raja-sarvasam-hridhiman, hare-nivas-atma-gunai, kridam abhu gopan go gokula nirupya-maturam-gata, gata nandakam shasya svarsikyam karam-dhatum-kurudvah, shi nandotsuppa ki jai krantaraj bhagavatam ki jai shi Sukumuni ki jai nanda maharaj ki
1: jai gaura premānandī so this uh, description has been turned into as you're probably aware a um original based on this but original uh, chapter in Gopal Champu, uh, the composition of Shijiva Goswami. Um, so he plays uh, all the, these verses out in uh, a narrative, na- verses that are descriptive largely of the ingredients of the festival The and the, and the overriding kind of factor being the opulence of uh, the natural opulence of Vrindavan. Uh, hmm? In one sense, the uh, these pairs culminate in the 18th verse of the 19, which is the first mention of Srimati Radharani in Srimad Bhagavatam. Sri Radhe Ki Jai, Radhe Sham Ki Jai. Hmm? Because the question arises, rather naturally, from a description of the gold and the jewels and the the spices and floral arrangements and uh, the ways in which the ladies decorated and dressed themselves, having, for that matter, and Rohini in particular, and concluded, not dressed themselves up, not decorated themselves, as ladies will tend to do, um, out of this kind of straining, uh, strained uh, feeling of disappointment that Nanda Marge had not had an issue. Now that they, of course, they knew that um, Yashoda was pregnant, but still there was was nothing to celebrate about, really, um, until he was actually born. Once they started to long for his appearance, which was from the onset, uh, you can say, but it picked up... As the years in Nanda and Yashoda, lives passed on. You get up in the fifties, and you want, you know, it's not time to have a child, of course, in our society. But any time for Krishna to take birth is good. So, so they, uh, in comparison to those times now, they they decorated themselves uh, very festively, and so there's a mention of the silk and jewels, I say, and uh, and other minerals, and jewels, and uh, I say jewels and gold and, and the generosity of, of Nanda Baba as well, who as Jiva Goswami has explained in his uh, kind of narrative where he kind of takes these verses that speak about the opulence of Braj and gives some idea of the ingredients involved and again the overriding um, message of the Bhagavatam was this, the, the whole uh, all the opulences of the world and more are in Vrindavan and they're all Um, meant to be uh, offered to Krishna something to that effect so Nanda in a story if you will the narrative of Jeeva Goswami is in the cow pen as he should be at at that time and um, of the the morning and the nursemaid comes hmm, onto the scene bearing some fruits smeared with turmeric and other ingredients that in the culture were considered auspicious you just want to kind of really enter into that, don't you, when you hear such descriptions. It's so charming, Uh, beautiful. But at any rate, seeing the ingredients that she's bringing to offer to Nanda Maharaj, surrounded as he is by the cows and other cowherd men in the midst of their duties, not knowing that the child had actually been born hmm, late in the night. This is like a midwife, right, coming. And she's about to say, you know, none that you've had a son, but he can understand just from her body language and the gifts that she's bearing that such has happened and then he I believe he asks her, Say it mm-hmm. and of course she does and everyone um gives a resounding joy, victory, mm-hmm. that praise to Narayan <laughs> uh and so forth. And on the spot, again the opulence of brudge is, is is highlighted. He orders that all the cows in sight hmm, which is a special internal herd hmm, um, be given to her husband hmm, along with their calves and uh, and whatever else that she wants, and so forth, just because she 's bearing this this uh, this auspicious news, and all the coward men of course. Agree with him wholeheartedly, hmm. and uh, he's taken gradually um, into bathe and dress himself appropriately, and into the maternity ward and so forth to uh, have lay eyes for the first time on his uh, son. And uh, Rohini is mentioned here in the verse too. She's like the like the um, hostess. You showed us a little. Um, how would you say, uh, not in a position to be the hostess having just given given birth and uh Balaram is asleep next door and so is all dressed and decorated and uh hosting and, and hosts of people. And then the residents begin to come and uh, and there's music and dance and so forth. So a very nice uh, description of the festivities. But um again the um kind of overriding impression that one gets from reading the the chapter and also Shijiva's narrative is that that, uh, the the brudge was full of all uh, types of opulence. Hmm. And and, and as it goes forward, he's giving to the Brahmins and in in huge portions, giving gold and ghee and, and grains and mountains of it and so forth and so the kind of question, where is all this, you know, coming from, so to speak? And one answer, of course, is that, well, wherever Krishna is, you know, there is, there is going to be opulence, but that opulence is, is personified as the, uh, as, as the goddess of fortune, Lakshmi, whom Radha is the foremost among, right? Lakshmi of vaikuntha Vaikuntha is an expansion of herself. The many Lakshmis of Braj are expansions of herself for the sake of um, rasa, Mm. And uh, serving Krishna in different ways, so she's the Swayam Shakti. So, in one sense, the we with this this beautiful picture we saw this picture a little bit earlier when we talked about the Gita, Krishna introducing himself, his omniscience, speaking about it, and bringing into the into the picture his his Harup Shakti. So, uh, here in the midst of if there's any question about how the place could be so opulent, in one sense the answer comes in the 18th verse where it's mentioned that. Uh, the, and this became a place of residence for the goddess of fortune, Ramakridam Apunripa, a place of pastimes, Ramakridam, for uh, here Rama, not Rama, but Rama, uh, uh, name for the goddess of fortune, became a, a place of pastimes for her. So, of course, we know that... Um, Radharani is born pretty much the same time as Krishna. She was also kidnapped by Putana, mm. is explained in uh, Rupa Goswami's drama. Mm. Her and Chandravali and dropped off in, in the Braj and picked up by their, their fathers and so on and so forth. So if she's not already born at the time of Janmasmi, which is unlikely, she's she, her, her she's there. So to speak, in, invisibly, and this became a place of pastimes for her. So, uh, with with it's it's very nice uh, that, that with the appearance of Krishna and the celebration of it, that of course, she's it can't go without mentioning um, her. Hmm. So Krishna, Swayam Bhagavan, is the Krishna standing next to Radha. Hmm. So. Uh, that said, we we talked a little bit about the the um, you know, philosophical um, discussion about the nature of Krishna's appearance and so on and so forth. And um, uh, at the same time, this day, as I mentioned, coincides with the Prabhupada's appearance. So, I want to read some things um, that were uh, written by Prabhupada on the um, on the Jala the uh, the boat that he crossed the uh, Indian and Atlantic Oceans on hmm, to to come here Uh, and uh, uh, this is from his diary as you know our festival began here with uh, Baladev Purname and I think I mentioned at that time that was the day that Prabhupada departed on the Jaladutta from Bombay hmm? And um, it's a very uh, courageous uh, kind of a journey. You know, it's, it was very questionable earlier on, centuries earlier, uh, for anyone to try to sail across the oceans hmm? because they thought they were they were flat, right? Hmm? And no one would have come back. No one would be successful in sailing across the ocean. But from a different perspective, it is often... Uh, Th- was thought, if not still today in some sects amongst Indian sadhus that crossing the ocean is something you can't do from a spiritual point of view kind of, a, we would say, a vitiated spiritual point of view that you would lose your caste associating with with people outside of Bharat outside of the Varnashram um, Prabhupada had no fear of that, right? Hmm no fear of us he wasn't afraid of us um, and uh, and he made great effort to um, to uh, even get passage I think you, you know the story of how he uh, tried again and again to get passage to America, and finally um, one pious lady who owned us the um, shipping company um, by the force of his own just enthusiasm and example um, a member she was of the um Bhallava Sampradaya who's also prominent in Vrindavan gave him passage on her on her boat against her own um, sense of uh, whether it was the right thing to do or not thinking that he was older he should retire in Vrindavan and so forth it would be difficult for him but he didn't have an ear for that at all and so she acquiesced and gave him passage right so um before he left on the boat, the uh, company, her her company, uh, for all passengers, gave them a little, um, a little time in advance. Gave them a like a diary. Hmm. So, he probably got this diary, and he used to keep keep schedule, write schedules for himself in there. Hmm. He was pretty organized, it seemed. But then, when he got on the boat, he didn't have any schedules to organize. Where he was going to go next, he didn't know. He knew he was going to America. What would that mean? He said when he arrived when he got off the boat in Boston he didn't know whether to turn left or right. So um but what he did do was share his some of his thoughts and his experiences. Both ordinary and um and and transcendental, if you can call any of his experiences ordinary, his visits to different ports in Ceylon and uh, uh, Sri Lanka and other places, and how he had a desire to go into the city and look around and see what the people were like there, and um, how he was able to in some instances, and he thought about them from the vantage point of his own experience in India, how they did things and, and, and whatnot, and just uh, he had a curious curious mind, it would, would seem. Hmm. He wasn't just like some of his disciples, very, with, what do you call them, blinders on there, can't look left or right, and so forth. So, um, And, of course, everything he glanced on, he had a spiritual perspective to think about it and look at it from. And from time to time in his diary, he would, he would make those kind of comments. So I have selected some of those comments in which he reflected on events um, in a more overt uh, spiritual uh, sense. And um, I want to read some of that. Some of you may not have heard it. So, the ship started at about 11 o'clock in the morning, majestically. You do not feel any jerking whatsoever. On reaching the Bay of Bengal, there is tilting of the ship and a little rolling also. The roughness increased gradually on the upper Bay of Bengal, and I felt seasickness. There was vomiting tendency and vomiting tendency and dizziness, and I felt uncomfortable the whole day and night. The sea was foamy all through. It appeared like a big plate plate of water extending forty square miles, but factually it was endless. It is a vivid example of God's Maya, because it appears like something, but factually it is something else. Today it would be the 20th of August 1965. The captain arranged for a meeting on board the Jaladutta on account of Janmasthami Day. And I spoke for an hour on the philosophy and teachings of Lord Shri Krishna. All the officers attended the meeting, and there was distribution of prasadam. The matter was radio, radiographed to, Simati, Simati, uh, to Sumati Moraji in Bombay, who's a Wallaby, Wallaby, who gave him passage, they sent, they radioed it somehow. His class, Jen must have class on the on the, on the ocean. Hmm. Tuesday, August thirty-first, passed over a great crisis, on the struggle for life and death. A separate statement has to be written on this crisis, area. So something happened that day that was very life-threatening. His he was not in good health in the boat. Ride was not helping. Then further today I have taken Kitchery and Cuddy. It was tasteful, and I took them with relish, and this gave me push forward to get renewed strength little by little. Till four o'clock afternoon we have crossed over the Atlantic Ocean for twenty four hours now. The whole day was clear and almost smooth. I'm taking my food regularly and I got some strength to struggle there is slight lurching of the ship and I'm feeling a slight headache also. But I'm struggling with the nectarine i I'm strugg- but I'm struggling in the nectarine of my life is Sri Chaitanya the source of all of my vitality. Today the ship is plying very smoothly. This is another day. I feel today better, but I'm feeling separation from Sribrandaban, and my lords, Shri Gobinda, Gopinath, Radamadar. The only solace is the Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita in which I am tasting the nectarine of Lord Chaitanya's Leela. I have left Bard Bhumi just to execute the order of Sri Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati, in pursuance of Lord Chaitanya's order. I have no qualification, but I have taken up the risk, just to carry out the order of his divine grace. I depend fully on their mercy. So far away. From Vrindavan. Another day. The Atlantic Ocean is more kind to me than the other seas so far that we have crossed over. It is all the grace of Lord Krishna. Another day. Today there is a great deal of lurching, although the sky is clear. Mrs. Pandya, although a little lady, is very intelligent and learned also. Mr. guess she's on the boat. She has foretold about my future, thanks to her prediction. All blessings of Lord Krishna for her. The crisis which I suppose to have crossed, I guess he wanted to say I'm supposed to have crossed, is almost mentioned by her. So apparently the crisis that he had, that he just referred to earlier, in her, she must have done his chart or something like that, and said, you must have had a crisis, and is almost predicted by her, so he liked her predictions, her, her reading. If I have crossed the crisis, then that is the goodwill of Lord Krishna, my friend and philosopher. In the evening there was too much lurching and I felt a bit of seasickness. I could not take my food properly. The little sweets were accepted with some relish. The lurching continued till midnight. Another day. Today is the 23rd day of our journey from Calcutta. After midnight yesterday the lurching decreased and I felt relief. In the morning, also, I could not take my breakfast properly. Then I cooked Buddhi Chachari. It appeared to be delicious, and I was able to take some food. Today I have disclosed my mind to my companion, Lord Shri Krishna. There is a Bengali poem made by me in this connection. That's quite famous. At about 11, there is a little lurching. The captain tells us they have never seen such calmness on the Atlantic. I said, it is Lord Krishna's mercy. His wife asked me to come back again with them so that they may have again a calm Atlantic Ocean. (laughs) If the Atlantic would have shown its usual face, perhaps I would have died. But Lord Krishna has taken charge of the ship. Today is the 33rd day of our journey and at 3 o'clock in the morning I saw the sky cloudy with dim moonlight. From morning till 1 o'clock the sky remained cloudy and at 1.30 p.m. there was a shower of rain. The sky is still cloudy and the wind is blowing from southeast corner and raining at intervals. The whole day passed in that way and the wind assumed a paracyclonic face with dense cloud Resulting in rain until 9:30 p.m. with regular lightning, etc, at 10 o'clock when I was talking in the captain's room, the chief engineer, Mr. Travers, told me that he had never seen that he had never, that he n- had never such experience of calm and quietness on the Atlantic Ocean. There, o- there was always typhoon, cyclone, fog, etc., at least for days, in every trip in the past. I said, "There's Lord Krishna's grace." If such things as usual in Atlantic would have taken place, I would die. Wednesday, 15th, today, 34th day of our journey, as usual I rise up at 3 a.m., and I went to the veranda. I saw the sky almost clear. There was moonshine on head, and although the wind from the southeast was strong, the ocean was clear, visioned, clear-visioned, and the ship was passing smoothly. At about eleven AM the sky again became overcast with cloud and as it continued till three and it continued until three PM there were rainfalls at intervals, but after four o'clock the sky became clear and there was bright sunshine. I was engaged in reading Kaliyadamana Lila from Srimad Bhagavatam, specifically the prayers of Shimati Ragnagaputnes and the last appealing prayer of Kaliya. Today is the 35th day of the journey, and yesterday night, at about 10.30 p.m., we have turned one wheel towards north-eastern corner from the Bermuda Bermuda latitude towards Boston Port. In the morning, the atmosphere was fairly clear, and the ship was plying very smoothly. The first officer told me that they never had such experience on the Atlantic Ocean, and he ascribed the good luck to me. I said, yes, it is all Lord Christian's grace, because... Due to my severe type of seasickness, he has taken charge of the ship. In expansion, the Lord is rowing the oars. We shall certainly reach America port safely. So, some some notes from him about his struggle and his faith and the way he looked at uh, ordinary, otherwise it would seem, events that occurred. Yep. Hmm, all uh, with uh, the sense that Krishna was behind them, making them extraordinary, and then um, there is another prayer, the prayer he referred to as the famous prayer, where he reveals his aspiration to enter into the cowherding leelas of Krishna, and along with and uh, after having prayed to have his ambition to fulfill the desire and order of Bhakti Sadanta Sarsdita Um Have that uh that that fulfilled pleases guru he prays for the power to please his guru and and if he's successful in that then he makes his he states his aspiration but other than that he wrote another another prayer and there's some nice nice thoughts here about how he looked at what was his mission ahead, and I will recite in ki kore
0: kota chahi. Kudra Amiden han kon Shaktinahi, how will I make them? He's speaking about us
1: and what he's thinking we must be like. How will I make them understand this message of Krishna consciousness? I am very unfortunate and qualified and the most fallen, therefore I am seeking your benediction, speaking to Krishna, so that I can convince them for I am powerless
0: to do so on my own. Atacha ancho BARE Jetomar itcha prabhu koro ibare. Somehow or other, Lord, you have brought
1: me here to speak about you. Now, my Lord, it is up to you to make me success or failure,
0: as you like. Akila Jagadguru, bhachan se amar. Alaikota kuribar, komota tomar. My spiritual, oh, oh spiritual master Jagat Guru,
1: speaking of Krishna, of all the worlds. I simply repeat your message, so if you like, you can make my power of speaking suitable
0: for their understanding. Tobo kopo hole mor koto je guchibe.
1: Only by your causeless mercy will my words become pure. I am sure that when this transcendental message penetrates their hearts, they will certainly feel
0: gladdened and thus become liberated from all unhappy conditions of life. Amare Nachate Nacho Se Mate. her Jata Nacho Semate. O my Lord, I am like a puppet in your hands. So
1: if you have brought me here to dance, then make me dance, make me dance. O oh Lord,
0: make me dance as you like. I have no devotion, nor have I any knowledge, but I have strong
1: faith in the holy name of Krishna. I have been designated as Bhakti Vedanta, and now if you like, you can fulfill the real purport of Bhakti Vedanta. Signed, the most insignificant, excuse me, the most unfortunate, insignificant beggar. Isi Bhaktivedanta Swami, "Sila Prabhupāda, Kījāya. Hmm. So we see such sincerity hmm, to do the bidding of his Guru Maharaj, and with such humility at the same time. And these things certainly protected him hmm, um, against uh, many odds and and the current of the, uh, the world in the West that, as I said earlier, Many sadhus were unwilling to get close to. Even some of his godbrothers were uh, concerned that if they would um, have been touched by the shadow of a westerner, that that they had to bathe in the Ganges or the or the Jamuna, otherwise they would be uh, impure. So Prabhupada had no no fear about that; that he would get the cooties from us and become contaminated by our our touch but um, it was not based on a sense of his own strength, learning hmm? only a simple desire that as my Guru Maharaj wanted this you know that he wrote to Prabhupada Bhakti Siddhanta maybe a couple of weeks only before the talk were passed asking him for some service and stating humbly that I have not had an opportunity to render service I'm not you know, living in the mission I'm a householder if there's anything I can do, do you please, you know, uh, give me the opportunity. And Saraswati Thakur wrote back, I think it would be good if you write, if you speak in English, English public. So he took that as an order. I think once at Radhakund, also he told him, if you ever get money, print books. At a time when the Thakur was a little disappointed with all the effort that went into bricks for building temples, the Bhag Bazaar temple in in, in, in Calcutta, in particular, which is kind of um, symbolic of the whole idea of a mission around the world and temples in every city, and so on and so forth, because this was like might have been the first Gaudiya temple outside of a dom. Mm-hmm. The Goswamis built temples in the dom in Vrindavan, dom Jagannath Puri, of course, is there, and in Mayapur. Uh, well, at least. Uh, They were preaching centers uh, in in Bengal and so forth, and um, Bhakti Siddhanta built built temples there as well, Um, but outside of the dom, and and fancy too, marble temple, Um, fancy for the time. This is a big statement and it was an institutionalizing of the teachings with a view to share it with people to have a mission and missionaries going out and and an oasis within you know Calcutta and so forth and so on but again we're back to this idea that that we there we have a pure idea but do we have the power to interface with impurity and not be influenced by it but rather to influence it Hmm? so you know we shouldn't be too critical of those who stayed in the dam. I'm not criticizing them hmm? uh, who were a little a little cautious so uh, to err on the side of caution is is a good thing hmm? but um, but Prabhupada looked at it as well I have an order to do otherwise it was a suggestion really from Bhaktisiddhanta you should we would do good if you preach in English and so what did that mean well you know, India is not a place to preach in English, hmm? and by this time, of course, uh, after World War II, England was no longer the, the most prominent uh, country in the world, but America was, the United States was. Hmm? You know, the influence of the Allies, Europe had the strength to uh, to uh, defeat uh, uh, the Germans, and the Japanese, and so forth, so if you guys preach in English, that's the place to go. Hmm? It's said uh, by Pujapachridomars that uh, that Saraswati Thakur uh on at least one occasion, not more, expressed a desire to spend ten years preaching in America. This was prior to um World War Two. So uh compared to England, the United States was was you know, was wasn't the world power that it you know, it's 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 uh it is today, although it's kinda of losing that status. But um But um, he had a vision, hmm? and, of course, Pujhapaccha, you reasoned that he got 10 plus two years in the form of his disciple, Guru Maharaj Sheshi Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, who spent 12 years orbiting the the globe, and, uh, you know, a good part of that time was spent in the United States. That's where it all began, his mission. That's where he's going on the boat, right, to the Boston Harbor, turn left and go to New York, and and where he would stay and what what it would be like uh but he was again doing this on based on uh, what he considered you know he took he took one suggestion from Saraswati Thakur, and another one if you ever get money print books back go back to that for a moment what Thakur was saying Thakur was saying or implying there was you know we did this temple we built the temple we did the brick thing mm-hmm. but along with it some of the students they're fighting over which room is they I get this room no I want that room hmm. so sell the bricks and print books hmm. was what he was more or less saying to Prabhupada
0: hmm.
1: and um, so these couple of statements in a letter and verbally really resonated with Prabhupada because he didn't have a chance to talk with Saraswati Thakur and in detail about anything being living outside as a householder. So what? What few uh, words he had with him, he, he, he they were like you know embedded in his heart, recorded, engraved on his heart. And he turned this kind of suggestions into orders. And they would say, "My guru ordered me. What can I do? I'm just so." That's how he would always always uh, reply mm. to really anyone who. Would praise his success and so forth and so on. The same kind of humble attitude we find in the, in that poem at the end of this diary. There, mm-hmm. he maintained this throughout his life. Uh, when he came along these same lines, when he came, when he, when he came back from America for the first time, to India, he did make a beeline to Shri Saraswat moth on the day of, I think, Pujapratishadarmas. Uh, Avirbhav, his appearance day, brought some disciples to celebrate there, and uh, he said, "Today we will learn how to how to worship the Guru." Mm-hmm. And uh, on that day, Kanchana Krishnadas Babaji Maharaj was there. was famous for his kirtan, and after the kirtan, he started
0: chanting, "Jai Prabhu Pada, Jai Prabhu Pada, Jai Prabhu Pada, Jai Prabhu Pada."
1: So some of Prabhupada's disciples, maybe all of them at that time, were calling, referring to him as Prabhupada. Hmm? Um, I don't remember exactly how that happened, but they weren't chanting, Jai Prabhupada. So when they heard that, then they thought, that was very nice. Could we incorporate that? And Parpada allowed it. So it came from Chaitanya Saraswat Mat, an outside influence. Be careful about that. <laughs> um, and um, and Shidamash remarked, and the point being, that here he had gone to America, and he had preached, and he had... Um, some, some, some success. and um, But when I met him, he was just like he was before he left. Hmm? And so he wasn't contaminated by the influence of the West, nor by the success that he had hmm? in the West. Hmm? You could become very proud and act differently. But he said he, he treated me just like... I mean, they lived together for, I think, six years in Prabhupada's uh, Prabhupada two apartments in Calcutta. And after the breakup of Math, he housed Pujapada Sridhar Marsh there in one of the second apartment for, for six years. They wrote their Bhagavad Gita uh, commentaries at that time, mm. uh, together with one another, mm. sharing their thoughts and so forth. Um, so, you know, they they knew one another very well. And this was, Sridhar Marsh was kind of, Amazed by this, so to speak, or like inspired by it. Hmm? He was just his simple, humble, unassuming self. But he was lit up at the same time. <laughs> he was lit up with the power, as he deduced uh, later on of, of, of Nityananda Prabhu and likened his campaign, Prabhupada's campaign, to that of Nittai Chand and so forth. So... um um Here we we find it in this poem, this unassuming kind of attitude and and kind of a real uh, faith in the power and the nature of Krishna that uh, such impossible things, as he thought, I mean, it was was as impossible of a task that he embarked upon alone, hmm, that no one else took up, and the idea that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had said, "My name will be heard in every town and village." Had by this time, hundreds of years later, become something of a not to take literally. We don't take it literally, but Prabhupada apparently took it literally. I don't know. It may have been part of his 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 thinking that this is what we're supposed to do. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said it. Hmm? Bhakti, Vinod, know I mentioned the other night predicted that devotees would come from all different countries and chant "Jai Sachinanda, Jai Sachinanda" in Mayapur. Hmm? And so he was selected by the transcendental system uh to do that hmm? and um and in his own estimation, it was all uh power beyond him himself he wasn't didn't consider himself learned, spiritually particularly powerful, but what can you do? You have to follow the order of the guru, and there's power in that and um and uh at that time, also, I should mention that. There were other uh, gurus from other disciplines coming to coming to America in the, in the '60s um, uh, as well, and the track record is not good for them. Hmm? And yeah, so. uh as I say, ne- n- never became influenced by the Western world, hmm? and he never became influenced by his success. In a way, sometimes he would make strong statements to his godbrothers. Yes, and we have now forty temples, and, and uh, I've just printed fifty thousand copies of the Bhagavad Gita. And so, well, he, that was a little bit of a rasa with some of his uh, his, his godbrothers, um, but um, but at the same time, he was always inviting them to come and participate, take part, and take a take a leading position in his mission. He didn't have any idea that I'm the, the you know the uh, I'll be the founding Acharya and you can be some other kind of lower Acharya or something like that. He was openly inviting him to come in and you can, you know, we'll be co-Acharyas, more Acharya. And we'll, it's a lot of work. Bhaktisiddhāna's mission is actually starting to happen over here and so forth. This was his mood. When he didn't get the kind of responses that an innocent, kind of very humble, with with expectations, I mean, Prabhupada, unfortunately, had got no facility from anywhere. Hmm? You know, he tried to, Get facility from some wealthy Hindu uh, businessman to build a temple in New York, and there was a building he wanted to buy. And they said, "Well, no, you have to build a temple and ship the granite from India and the stones. It has to be built, you know, with the the uh, what do they call that, uh, Shastra Vastu, and everything. You know, that's not happening. You know, probably. just give me some money and I buy this building. We'll turn it into a temple. No, no, we can't do that. So he didn't get any help, but but the place that he thought he would get help was from the other Chaitanya Vaishnavas and especially his own mission and this is what Saraswati Thakur wanted and for some reason now it was happening and so there's been a problem in the mission after the departure of Bhakti Siddhanta, but now this and it's happening through me, so come on everybody. So it was a you can understand it was a it was a it was a very big disappointment for him. Hmm. There he expected he would get sympathy and support and and um, help, hmm. And 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 he didn't get it, so it was a hard one uh, to, to digest, to swallow. The, so there can be disappointments along the way. Puja of course, was supportive, hmm? but he, he, interestingly enough, among acharyas uh, who had succeeded Bhakti saraswati Thakur, he just had a little place in Havadweep. <laughs> brothers had, you know, a number of temples, many of them in in um, in India, and a pretty robust um, mission in in in, in, uh, in different parts of India and so forth. And uh, so he didn't have any. And he was older than Prabhupada, and he was he was in uh, not uh, um, um, his health wouldn't permit the kind of traveling and so forth. But at any rate, he was supportive. Others became supportive to some extent in, in in due course and whatnot and and you know they had good reasons to be questioned question about it also i mean they were older and somebody just went to america and got some disciples and how are we supposed to think about that and uh communication probably wasn't it wasn't certainly as as readily available as it is today and so forth so we don't want to fault any of them for not participating in his his little rasa with some of them is something between him and and them, we kind of look at a distance, and we look at the whole package we see it's it's balanced out. brothers sometimes we'll have disagreements and so forth but but at one point they did disappoint him, and it was you people who us all of us who where he got the help mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. most help and uh so with uh, dedication and uh, and time uh, this wonderful um worldwide dispensation and as I say in the fulfillment of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's order or prediction that his name would be heard in every town and village it's considered to have uh, have taken place it's quite uh, uh, miraculous so these are good things to think about the stories are you know it's a well known story and so forth but it's to read a little bit of his diary and you know how he was thinking these are just private moments glimpse into his life what he was like. I mean, I've heard people portray him in so many ways that are so inaccurate, which is a rational as a rationalization for not giving him the credit that he was due and not acknowledging him, if you will, for for, for his, his accomplishments. He was a good businessman, therefore he was successful. Hmm. You know, this 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 kind of thing, or um, you know, um, he was. Proud to fly on airplanes first class. I don't, actually. I don't think he flew first class, but <laughs> um, if, you, if you look at his own statements about himself, to himself really. These weren't this, these writings weren't for publishing. Neither that that esoteric poem that we didn't read that that uh, we have on other um, other years. Um, but you get a real some feeling for. What he was like, how he thought about himself, and how he thought about uh, this—the this kind of impossible mission. Really, it, it was like as impossible, I want to say, as it was thought in Europe uh, that it would be to cross the ocean. Hmm? I mean, probably nobody thought he would be coming back. Sumati Maharaj didn't wouldn't didn't think he would, and he almost died on the on the boat, for that matter. What to speak of what would have happened to him in New York and and so on so it's really quite uh, quite miraculous and it was so we're so like fortunate to be connected with this and we should try to understand the spirit of it and and uh, reflect on his mood here uh, today as uh, as a formula really for success hmm, spiritual success in no uncertain terms Srila hmm. Prabhupada so anyone have any comments or questions anything they'd like to share on this day how Prabhupada may have inspired them or whatever it's common on this day to do that but and yes there's more to do you know that to say that is not to be offensive. He did everything. You know? Well, no, he he did, yeah. He said it all. If you, you know, unplug the dam, then, okay, the water's going to come out. And he did it all. But then you know, to to just focus it into the field for irrigation and growing and so forth, that's, uh, without the water, you can't do that. But then to organize the water or something like that, that's important, uh, too. And he expected that of us. Hmm. Not to do nothing and say he did everything as an excuse for doing nothing. Yes, you had a comment? I think it's very
0: amazing, how Prabhupada took whatever happened because it was such an incredible thing to expect how the vote started to join and everything started to
1: develop. I think ordinary persons uh become either path up or kinda scared of what happened. Yeah. Yeah, well, there were opportunities for both. I mean, he was point point didn't have. He was homeless in the in the, uh, in, the in the Bowery, the, the, the homeless drunken section of, of New York City. And think he got lodging with one kid who took LSD and attacked him with a knife in the middle of the night. And madness. And there was out the door on the streets and so forth. It was cold in New York. This is not like India. First time he may have ever experienced snow, so yeah, there was there was dangerous for him, and uh, and and as you say, opportunity for him to become proud of accomplishments as well. See, pratishtha is uh, is very powerful; it, it clings and hangs on, and doesn't go away very easily. But he didn't have any of that; it wasn't wasn't part of his persona. And you know, that's it's it's useful to look at this and you know really really historically look at the mission where it was at where the disciples were at and you know for his god brother his, his own disciples to analyze where they were at what they were like when they were 20 years old and they joined and what their understanding of krishna consciousness was at the time and i mean uh I was the only disciple of Prabhupada for six or seven years before he passed away. I think I was like I don't know, I must have been twenty nine or something like that. I was say twenty two when I joined, something like that. Twenty nine, what I understood and so forth. If, if I'm honest and I look at that I go, Oh goodness, I was I so you know, there was so much more to learn from there. It's not that Prabhupada didn't give everything. <laughs> it doesn't mean that, right? You have to see what he did at that time and uh, looking at it, looking at the the task at hand to set that in motion in the way that he did, it's just so uh glorious. And we see, you know, to give that parallel with Nityananda Prabhu he widely disseminated Gaudiya Vaishnava, the many Sakuras lineages and prashadam distribution and so on and so forth. I mean who could do more than Nityananda Prabhu? No one's done more than Nityananda Prabhu to spread Krishna consciousness, that's a fact. Mm-hmm. He was the biggest arm of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but that doesn't mean it didn't it, we didn't need Rupa Goswami's books, hmm? Sanatana Goswami's books, the sandarvas of Jiva Goswami, hmm? right? Well, or the uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita, Krishna's Skabiraj and, and so yeah. forth, and the developing hmm, of the uh, the kind of crude, uh, be, uh, early beginnings. Hmm. So, so, you know, we, you want to look at his attitude and so forth and, and understand, you know, why doing so, why he was successful. What was his, what was his mood, the humility that was really, uh, behind it. My Guru Maharaj has given me an insurmountable order, but I, I have to do it. And humbly, I asked Krishna to give me the power and, uh, and so forth um and um, and you know what can you what it's not enough that you could say about that to glorify that and, the, and then the success that came out of it to whatever whatever extent but to, again to conclude that that's it stop there let's go back to 1975 everything was done there's no need for any other book or you know you should be cautious about other books and so forth. this is a very unfortunate uh, uh, turn of events, really, amongst his, some of his disciples, uh, and, a, and a good majority of them, unfortunately. So, What else? Anything else? Yes. I don't know it's, uh, formulating a question, but I guess I'm
0: just wondering... Um, like you are saying that Prabhupada, he took a um, suggestion as an order. Um, but it's easy, we, we see also, it's easy to sometimes think that, oh, we should jump onto this suggestion or this suggestion, and, you know, that's been seen in, um, I guess, the movement, especially in more recent times, you know, that sometimes the might focus, oh, Prabhupada said this, and then they kind of focus on that or this. so. I,
1: well, you know, the difference is that Bhakti Siddhanta, as I said, said a couple things to him only. If he said him many other things, and some of them contradicted the others, then he had to use his intelligence to balance it out and find which is reasonable and what what is, what is uh, pertinent according to the circumstances and so forth. But if he only said two things, well, I might as well take those and go with it. <laughs> as he said in his own letter, he wasn't in the mission, so that was in the mission, you could hear, you know, he might have said different things at different times and so forth. A person like Siddharth was, you know, had to balance those things out and he wanted people to go to the West, he wanted to do this, he wanted to send this one, maybe that one. He might have said, do this at one time, might have said not to do that at another time and, 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 you know, that's a different situation. So, you know, Prabhupada responded relative to his situation. Mm -hmm. Your situation, or many of us, situation is, is 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 different. His his disciples, Prophet's disciples' situation is different. He said so many things. They they recorded everything he said. Even his uh you know in his, in his, if he said it in his sleep it's practically it's been recorded and so forth. But you know, either you some context could be useful. Uh well he said that in his sleep. I'm not sure if that was like the the main thing that he, you know, wanted to do, us to do right now, you know. Uh what do you think, Prophet's sleep is Maya? You know <laughs> no but you know some of the things he you, you know talked a little bit more directly about and they and they do seem to make more sense right now it's, you know you have to use your intelligence in krishna service too mm. this isn't a, listening to the guru it's not an excuse for for not uh being rational about your spirituality mm. what else I've said this before, and it comes to mind, kind of relative to your question and how I answered it. That persons like myself, you know, we were disciples of Preb, but we were just young, younger than probably anybody in this room, right? So you all know what it's like to be twenty years old, especially as you get older. <laughs> the difference between then and now is, you know, it's considerable. Um, but um, you know, many, many of my god brothers and god sisters I see they seem to be adults in every field but refuse to be adults within in their service to Prabhupada and use their adult intelligence which they use to make discriminations about things and in the in the world and whatnot when it comes to Prabhupada just don't think hmm? he said this at least that's the one that's important to me and you know Without looking at it in context, and I guess I said using your intelligence to sort out what, what he said when and why, and 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 come up with a with a, uh, a balanced, adult, uh, uh, understanding that they can then offer to him, mm-hmm. offer their adulthood, mm-hmm. instead of, whenever it comes to Krishna consciousness, just revert to my childhood, my adolescence, mm-hmm. and act like I did then. Mm-hmm. That's not good. That's gone. <laughs> now you have your adulthood, and you have worldly experience, and and you have experience of the mission, how you thought of it in the beginning, what it would do, and now you look and say, well, maybe it didn't just quite do that. Maybe I have to think about that a little differently than I thought of it then. Hmm? Instead of pretending that that's happening, maybe when it's not. Or, you know. So it sounds kind of simple, but it's unfortunately a lot of things that are common sense are... I don't know, are not uh, not so commonly understood. It's a great loss, and Prabhupada made a statement even in his presence that it was unfortunate in his estimation that, uh, as he put it, my, my, my grandchildren are coming, but my children are not coming. What he meant by that was he was 70, you know, in his 70s, and into his 80s, and boys and girls who were in their 20s were coming. Hmm? Maybe somebody in their 30s, early 30, a couple of them. Yeah, still grandchildren, yeah. but people who are fifty or sixty, hmm, uh, uh, you know, if, if you're if you're in your thirties, then your parents are probably going to be around sixty, or fifty, hmm. and they've had children, they've they've tried to raise them, they've been frustrated, they you know they did the best they could, they, they who knows you know what they know what relationships are like, they've been you know through that. And, They've got some experience, mm-hmm. and they can bring that, you know, to the fore. What do you understand about the world when you're 20 years old? I mean, when I was 20, I remember somebody said, the, 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 the government's going to make passports. are going to cost $50 apiece. They're trying to, you know, stop us from going anywhere. This is like one of the things I remember people used to say, and I thought, I don't know, that sounds a little, you know, conspiratorial, but, um, you know, you bring minds like that. You're not supposed to keep those, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you're supposed to... Gr- kind of grow up and then use that in proper service hmm, to understand that there's you know there's more than one right answer and uh i mean it, 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 i didn't read some of the things that probably was saying but it's it's uh, you know, when he visited this port or that port and he wanted to see what the people were like and what the buildings were like what went on there he was a curious he had a curious mind and he would take things in and think about them and and uh and uh, um, you know, you get a different picture than he's sitting on the Vyasa or Whatever he says, it's it's you know, it's to be, to be engraved in in uh, in stone and um, and taken literally. And and uh, he's not a human, in other words. They've got to sometimes portray him in on days like this, in particular, as uh, not as humanness, but his his divineness, his his majesty, and so forth. And this is kind of a, re- a retreat to his. What we read is he's humanist and, he's, and of course it's fully spiritual. very sweet and charming. And I didn't. And again, I didn't read some of the sections where he just seems interested in ordinary things and how it works, what they do over here, what's it like. He had a curious, curious mind and so forth. Hmm? And that's useful. Then you take it in and you think about that from a Krishna conscious point of view, and so forth. Um, but um, so. We should try to give our adulthood uh, to, the, to the mission and understand that the tradition historically, what it's, where it's at, what his contribution was, what are the contributions today, what's required, and so forth, and use our adulthood in his service. He wanted that. So grandchildren do grow up, and great-grandchildren also. So, so what he was lacking then is that we are to make up for now. That's the idea, right? They say he's still here, right? So <laughs> it's not too late. Yeah. So, anything else? Yes? Um, when you were reading from his journal, you mentioned that, uh, that he, was, he was reading
0: Amitra Ten and That was the source of his vitality. He said. And also, there was another part where he said he was reading from Srimad Bhagavatamrita, Kaliya Prayers. And I was thinking, you know, we often hear that when Baba was traveling, that he came with this book. You know, Baba was on first canto that he printed to distribute, but I don't really think so much about, like, what he was reading. Like, do you know, like, what book, were they just the, the only books that he, that he
1: was reading? Like, Baba was having to attend a charity on and other side? Well, I know that he had a, he had a, a large book consisting of the, all the major commentaries on Srimad bhagavatam i think there are 10 commentaries and uh, that's what he used to use as a reference for uh, doing his own commentaries and um so that's probably the book he was he was uh, he was reading from the kaliilila it certainly wasn't something he had translated at that time he had come with the first canto that he had been able to translate and comment upon and that was sent separately or some yeah, I think it was sent to Ceylon or something and picked up there. He mentions it in the diary earlier on. So, otherwise, I I don't know if he had any other good reads with him. <laughs> uh, all right, so let us uh, complete the puja. We have an arctic and a guru puja and then kirtan and maha ये सिर्फ बक्तिबदान तो स्वामी पर पर तीर्वबा अवयवबा मामूत्सब ती की जाए कृष्णनाम जाए की जाए